Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Back at it again. It's another edition of the NFL PA Bowl Big Board Show. I am your host, Rick Saratella, talent like it is when it comes to the NFL draft since 2002. It's kind of what we do here at the NFL PA Bowl Big Board Show. And uh, lucky enough to be riding shotgun today with my co-host. He is the executive director of college football recruiting for the NFL PA Collegiate Bowl, the ninth annual NFL PA Collegiate Bowl, I will say, held at the historic Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California. Did you book your tickets yet? I know I did. Uh, January 18th, get over there, and we're looking forward to the hundreds and hundreds of NFL scouts, the collection of media, the frenzy of fans. And, Dane, it's been an exciting week at NFL PA Bowl on the Twitter handle, just rolling out the invitations here. Yeah, what up, Rick? How you doing, man? It certainly has been, and you know, it's been uh, it's been a really fun process, and and really been a lot of fun to kind of watch these things and see all the teammates and coaches and schools and everyone come out and obviously congratulate these young men as you know they get ready for this journey. But it's really been a lot of fun and exciting over here, you know, exciting times over here, I should say, as we uh, unravel this uh, this roster. And, of course, the NFL PA Bowl now in its ninth year quickly establishing itself as one of the big three. So, hey, shout out to all the big three games, Senior Bowl, East-West Shrine Game, and the NFL PA Bowl. If you look across all the social media platforms, hey, some really solid rosters here. And just a reminder to all the players who listen to the show, you know, I'm just being real with you. There's maybe, maybe maybe a dozen spots left in each game if you haven't already received an invite from the big three or you're squatting on an invite from the big three do yourself a favor accept that invitation and uh, just communicate that's all you know but reserve your spot don't be a fool Uh, get on it and hey if you didn't get one from the big three maybe you got a lesser game invite Uh, case by case scenario Dane what's been your experience working 10 years with the Raiders just from a general overview from all-star games, I believe, uh, you know, there's still value to some of the other games, depending on who you are, where you come from, just some general perspective coming from someone at the NFL level. Yeah. You know, it really is unfortunate because Rick, as you well know, man, there are too many good football players. There are too many guys that you'll want to find a spot for, but we just can't, you know, and you sit here and you and I are both tracking the rosters of the big three games. And obviously we're trying to figure out, you know, where, what spots are remaining. And there are just too many guys that are really deserving of the spot. So first of all, I hope that it's never a barrier for these young men, you know, continue to find your opportunities. I do think, and I gave this advice yesterday to a young man who was looking to get into a, to a bowl game. And he had one of the um, other, one of the lower tier bowls that invited him. I said, hey, look, if it's your opportunity, you got to take it. 
because at least if you're going to go, you're going to be seen by uh, some NFL teams. You're going to get official measurements on you, which is a big deal, especially if you come from a small school and you didn't have a rising senior day last spring. You know, just to be able to get that information out to the 32 clubs is a very important part of this process. Number one, the all-star game process is very important, you know, especially for these senior players that obviously have the, the eligibility to go ahead and participate in these. But, you know, if, if you can't make it into one of the top three because spots are limited, if you do have another opportunity, I highly encourage you to really consider it. we got to get in front of those scouts. And at the end of the day, all it takes is one, right? The, the old phrase never gets old. I never get tired of saying that, Dan. It's all it takes is one team. And you never know mm-hmm. when that opportunity is going to come. You don't know where that's going to happen. It could be at the all-star circuit. It could be at your pro day. It could be at the combine. It could be at a workout. You just never know. So take advantage of the opportunity. Uh, don't be foolish like some of the players. Let's be honest. I mean, hey, there's a handful of guys we haven't heard from. And, you know, you could be wasting an opportunity. Uh, some guys get so gassed in the ears they think it's, you know, senior bowl or everything, and they squat on a, a shrine game or an NFL PA bowl, and before you know it, that spot's filled. And now there's no no place to play. And I see that occur every single year. There's always a handful. Every single year they, they squat on an invite, and then, hey, they're on the outside looking in because they didn't RSVP. They didn't communicate. They didn't take the responsibility as a professional. This is no longer a game. It's a business. And that's part of the fun at the NFL PA Collegiate Bowl all week long. Uh, not only do the players get to meet with just about every single team, uh, they get educated by the coaching staff, the head coaches this year, Marvin Lewis, Hugh Jackson. Uh, they've been around the block once or twice. And, uh, you know, they've, they've circled around the neighborhood. They can, uh, you know, tell you what you want to do as you prepare for the next level. So I think that's one of the things – I know that's one of the things that uh, distinguishes the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl from some of the all-star games, no disrespect. But we're not just there for your pre-career and during your career, but the NFLPA – is there for your post-career. And so uh, that's why it's so valuable to take advantage of these opportunities, get yourself situated. And, hey, the roses are smelling good in Pasadena. I can't wait to get out there. Some beautiful weather, some top-notch facilities, uh, you know, between the Intercontinental Hotel and and the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. Uh, It's a lot of fun. And, hey, I don't mind hitting that buffet either. It's uh, pretty appetizing. So, hey, I think we might have a special guest here lined up. Uh, You know, uh, we're going to – if our guest is able to come on, he's fresh out of practice, and uh, we're excited about talking to him. I just got a text here that's saying he's just wrapping up practice. He's going to try to give a call in, and he does play offensive line. And, Dane, let's stick with the trench warfare, if you will, because to me, man – when when I start seeing the, the big uglies get after it in those trenches one-on-one, and everything else becomes irrelevant to me. I, I don't care what else is going on on the field. I want me some one-on-ones, big ugly style. And uh, that's the most exciting part for me. I think that's where a lot of money is made and sometimes lost. Um, before we get to our guest, 
not really talking about specific players, Dane, but just talk about, you know, one-on-one trench warfare at the All-Star game. We talked about uh, diversified rosters. You got FBS, FCS, uh, the big boys with the small school guys, uh, maybe even a D2 in the mix, maybe an international guy in the mix. But it's the ultimate uh, leveler, I will say. It, it levels the platform. It's mano a mano. It's the closest thing you can have to a Rocky Balboa boxing match. Yeah, no doubt. And, and, you know, I think if you asked and pulled all the scouts that are in attendance, they'd tell you, hey, you know, we can forego some of these other periods and just do a full afternoon practice of one-on-ones. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I've always said it. You can ask any of my buddies from the Raiders and elsewhere. But, you know what, there's no drill like one-on-one O-line, D-line pass rush drill. That is where you truly get a feel for, you know what, a player's technique, a player's physicality, a player's uh, mental toughness, a player's ability to finish and to, you know, uh, transition through the, the, the tough times when they're facing an opponent who may, you know, have them at, at certain aspects. But you really get a great feel for a player's technique. I used to love listening to Bob Wiley and Tony Sperano. We're actually going to have the privilege of having Bob Wiley coach one of our uh, – coach the O-line of uh, Hugh Jackson's team. So, um, you know, the opportunity to stand behind these men – and listen to them give the fine points of the technique that the players are utilizing is invaluable to anybody. And it, it's just, a, you know, like I said, it's my favorite drill. You get up, and you know what? Let's see this guy one-on-one do their thing. Because that doesn't always happen in the game. A lot of times you're working double teams or combo blocks or we're rolling out, we're doing a toss, whatever it may be. But this is your opportunity as no lineman to go one-on-one with a guy and show what you're made of, and vice versa for the defense player as well. No doubt about it. And, yeah, you know, in the game, you might be leaning on some help. You know, you got some help coming to your left or to your right. In the the all-star game one-on-one, it's mano-a-mano, baby. There's no hiding. There's no running. And I've seen a lot of players move up and down that draft board. And one player, you mentioned toughness, Dane, when it comes to tough – we got to look no further than Temple and my uh, boys in the gritty nitty Philadelphia area always representing. We have a special guest today here on the NFL PA Bowl player spotlight. He is Javon Fair from Temple, four-year starter and a big-time contributor to this Temple Owls football program. We welcome him in to the hotline right now. Fresh out of practice, soaked in wet blood, sweat, and tears. Temple Tough. Hey, we're diamond yes, hunting. What's going on, Jovan? How are you? Thank you for having me. Hey, it's it's uh it's nice to get up with you because we're excited about having you out in Pasadena. So welcome to Cali. And uh, you know, hey, this Thanks. is good stuff right here. You're joined by myself, Rick Saratella. We got Dane Vandernat on the hotline, the executive director of college recruiting for the NFL PA Bowl. He spent 10 years awesome. as uh, director of personnel for the Oakland Raiders. So, hey, there's going to be some NFL GMs listening to this interview right here. This is good stuff. We appreciate you hopping on. And uh, no, I guess you. you guys are still practicing, Jovan. you got a bowl game coming up. How's your preparation going yes, with sir. that? Uh, we're doing, doing really well. Um, got a good lift in this morning uh, getting to – pick things back up. We got a few days off, uh, a few days off, and, you know, starting practices for the rest of the weekend and then, you know, finalizing and seeing where we're going and then uh, start, you know, prepping from there. 
Hey, Giovanni, how you doing, man? This is Dane Vandernat, man. First of all, we're, we are fired up to get you on out, as Rick mentioned. And, uh, you know, there are a lot of attributes that you've, that you've displayed on the field for us, a lot of things that we kind of fell in love watching and evaluating you play. My question for you, though, is, man, you were a four-year starter. And yes, in 2016, you know, you know, you started out as a redshirt freshman starting. You faced a little adversity yep. in 2017 when you got injured. What did it kind yes, of sir. take for you to come back from injury and be kind of mentally prepared again as, you know, redshirt junior in 2018 to kind of regain your starting spot and, and go to battle out there? Well, I knew if I attacked the, you know, treatment and do everything that our, our athletic trainers and therapists told me to do, um, everything will take care of itself. I'm a big guy on doing, taking care of what's next and, and controlling what I can control, and that was my rehab and getting back stronger, hitting the weight room as hard as I can. Um, and everything else to play out. I have all the confidence in the world in my play. Um, and, you know, I feel like I can earn that spot back. We had some great old linemen. Uh, Vincent Picozzi played very well for me. Uh, so I knew I had to come correct when, it, when I came back on the field uh, to try to earn that spot back, which I eventually did. And, uh, he ended up becoming the right guard uh, next to me or on the other side of me. Um, so, I mean, we just it's constant competition. We made each other better. And, you know, like I said, just control what I can control. No doubt, man. Talking iron to, uh, sharpens iron, right? What do you say no now? Doubt. Yeah, iron sharpens iron. That's for sure. Hey, we're talking to Jovan Fair here, Temple Owls, Rick Taratella, Dane Vandernack, getting a lowdown on one of our participants out at the NFL PA Collegiate Ball. And, uh, hey, Jovan, there's uh, some really talented competition coming out to Pasadena, some really big boys on yes, the sir. defensive line. But I want to talk about, you know, what you do. And uh, I want to get it from the horse's mouth. For those, you know, draft nicks tuning in, maybe uh, finding out about you for the first time, or NFL scouts that listen to the show that want to uh, hear about you more. Maybe there's a guy on the West Coast that's not really too familiar with your game. Give us a little uh, skinny on your on yourself from the horse's mouth. Give me a self-scouting report in terms of what you're going to bring to the table, what we can expect to see out there in Pasadena? Um, I feel like I can fit in any scheme. Uh, athletically, I can run side on the sideline, but I also can run through you. Um, you know, I can run I'm, – I'm very strong. I uh, have really good feet. Um, you know, I'm going to play to the whistle and give 100% effort at all times. Um, you know, everybody's, there's a lot of people that's going to be talented, a lot of people that's going to be uh, working just as hard, but it's, it's, it's giving that extra ten, uh, extra extra – extra effort and uh, running to the ball, running, finishing between my guy, and that's what I'm going to try to provide. No doubt, man. And, you know, I think we all see that come up on the film and, and when we're watching you live at practices and at games, and I'm certain we're going to see that when we're out there. But I want to ask you, Jovan, about you off the field, man. Give us a little, you know, hey, what do you like to do when you're hanging with the boys or, or what are you getting into uh, throughout the week and throughout the off season, even when you're not playing? Uh, well, I'm not in the, you know, in the facility. Usually I, I have a, a close group of friends that I hang out with that's on the team. Uh, of course, the old linemen, uh, we always get food and, you know, hang out and do our thing. Uh, usually it's, it's always getting food with those old linemen. Um, uh, I have a girlfriend that lives with me as well. Uh, so, I stay pretty grounded with that. I really don't party. I don't really go out as much. Um, you know, uh, yeah, that's, that's really all I do. I really just, uh, um, I don't really do too much, really. Other than, other than football, I really don't do too much. I hang out with the guys and, you know, grab food, but not really other than that. 
Well, listen, uh, we're talking to Joe Von Fair here, Temple Owls, offensive guard, going to be out in Pasadena. He's talking to Rick Sarratello and Dane Vandernat right now. I can't wait. I want to suit up and, and get in the trenches myself, Joe Von, but, hey, let's, talk, <laughs> let's keep it off the field a little bit uh, and, and uh, you know, get to know you in terms of personality and leadership. You know, uh, you guys – Obviously, have gone through some coaching changes there at Temple during your time. Uh, you know, yep. especially being an upperclassman leader kind of guy. Uh, not only during that transition of head coaching change, but throughout your career. I mean, what kind of leader uh, are you? Are you a guy that leads by example? Are you a vocal leader? Do you like to pull a guy over to the side and 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 you know uh, console him one on one? What kind of leadership intangibles are you bringing to the table? Well, I love to lead by example. Um, as a freshman, um, even as a, as a freshman, I tried to do that. And, uh, you know, I've seen seniors that even played in your game, Kyle Friend, um, who was in that way and became a vocal leader. Um, I tried to model myself more towards him um, and, you know, build myself up to be the vocal leader that we needed to be. I became a sophomore, junior, and now a senior. Um, I'm always pulling guys to the side and, like, you know, giving them tips, talking to them, uh, you know, and just try, just getting building a great relationship with everybody on my team from walk on to freshmen to seniors, um, and we all have a great uh, relationship here. Uh, we have a culture uh, built by one another. Um, so when we have those coaching changes and everything else. I mean, you see that we're co- constantly winning and going to six straight bowl games now, uh, going for six straight bowl games. I believe it is. Um, you know, that's why because we have consistency uh, amongst our, our our older guys that. Um, we all sit together and, you know, let everybody know that, you know, nothing's going to change over one guy leaving. Yeah, no doubt. And I think those are always, you know, great things. And, you know, leadership is something that, that, that you know, as a senior, as a four-year starter for you, I think you're going to embody a lot of those traits. But I want to ask you, Jovan, when, when you are going to translate now and go to the NFL, right, when you're going to walk yes, into an NFL facility – you may not be a starter right away. You may have to back up and learn from another veteran. What do you think are some of the things right now that you kind of need to work on or that you're looking to try and improve as you get ready to ascend to playing on Sundays here? Really, um, I think as far as, you know, just fine-tuning my technique, um, my biggest thing right now is getting my hips in on the blocks uh, more consistently um, and consistently imposing my will um, is – well, I, I need to focus on uh, more so than anything, which is the technique is always going to be something that you can find through. You're never going to be perfect. You're never going to have a perfect play. You're never going to have a perfect – or you're all, you're going to have perfect plays. But, you know, just having as, as many as possible and build them up, um, that's that's really what I need to focus on, being more consistent. Um, you know, getting from the older guys, uh, finding new ways how they watch film and uh, picking up tips along the way and just, you know uh, – Picking up, picking parts of how they do things and their preparation for practice, preparation for uh, film and other teams, and uh, you know, making it my own. Hey, we're talking to Javon Fair here, offensive guard at the Temple University, and you, I can tell just chatting with you, Javon. I mean, you're putting some serious time in the film room. I can tell by the way you talk. You you put a lot of time into your preparation. Yes, sir. That's what it's all about. You know what I mean, <laughs> um, like a lot of the freshmen, you know, uh, I, I I wasn't you know the strongest. Um, built my way into the weight room strength that I have now, and you know I knew I had to get ahead. And you know I had older guys ahead of me that really knew how to watch something. I had a great coach and Coach Wiesenhan, 
that taught me how to watch film and, and got me together. Um, and that's what I feel like puts me puts me ahead a week in and week out. Um, so, you know, every time you, you're, you prepare, and once you prepare hard enough, you're never worried and nervous going into a game. And so everything I do is just comfortable out there. You know, one more quick follow-up, and then Dane's got a couple for you. Uh, you know, practicing, and, you know, I've I, I, I spoken to Michael Dogby on a frequent basis. He told me to keep a lookout for you. And then, you know, you talk about Quincy Roach there on the defensive line yeah. going up against him every day in practice. But, uh, yes, sir. you know, I want to talk about your linebackers for a second. It's going to be like a Temple takeover out in Pasadena. I mean, uh, Sean Bradley, yep, Sean Bradley and, and Chappelle, Chappelle Rosa, Sam Franklin. What's Great it guys. like going in day in, day out? How much has that made you a better player? Well, those are guys that, you know, we talk about the culture. Those are guys that we, we lean on each other day in and day out. And every time we go on the field, we're, you know, we're, we're trying to go after each other every every play. Um, you know, it, like we say to each other all the time, me and Chappelle, we came in together. Um, and we've had the same relationship. There's no friends on the field. So we try to go after each other hard every single play. Um, you know, it's, and we never let, hold anything back. We make each other better. Like you said before, iron sharpens iron. And, you know, that that's, I think, the best linebacker core in the country right there, you know, coming at me every day. So, you know, it's, it's a blessed situation, really. Sure. Now, you know, Javon, I want to ask you, because you had Coach Rule leave there, you know, a couple years back after you kind of initially enrolled there. Yeah, You guys have been able to maintain your success. What do you yep. credit or what do you tribute your guys' sustained success over these last, you know, six or so years? And, and how you got Temple football kind of back on top, and especially as you transition from one head coach to your current. Um, well, you know, Coach Rule started – well, Coach Rule really elevated this program and uh, th- that coaching staff. Um, and, you know, with the older guys that we have, uh, to now me, Sean, uh, Chappelle, uh, Sam Franklin, like you said, and, you know, other guys that we have, Tennessee and – we really just try to carry over from what they left, what they left off, what they left off, uh, from Collins era to now Coach Carey. Um, it just trickled down that we just, you know, focused on football um, and maintaining uh, that winning culture that we had. So uh, it's really just bringing the young guys along and, you know, uh, you know, teach like Will things, teaching them how to watch film, teaching them how to attack the weight room and doing things our way, the simple way, and that's what our moniker is: simple tough. Sure, sure. No, I mean, I think those are obviously key in, in continuing that success even after you leave and imparting your wisdom and that work ethic is, you know, obviously paramount. But, you know, so I, I want to know, Javon, who's the toughest guy you went against? Give me a, one of the guys you played against this year that you're like, you know what, man, that dude brought it every single play. That was a tough opponent. You were exhausted walking off the field after the fourth quarter. Who, who was that guy or who were a couple of those guys that, you know, really gave you, uh, you know, a, a good competition? Um, I, I really can't say it was one guy, but the the Cincinnati D-line, their interior D-line was really good. I think that was probably one of the best D-lines I've ever played against uh, from this year. Um, they were okay. so twitchy up front. Um, you know, uh, I can't remember all their names off the top. I remember their numbers, but I, I can't remember their names. Number 92 and number 99 were really good players. Number 90 was a really good player. Uh, they really knew how to use their hands. They had really good technique um, and gave me a lot of work, and I was excited for it, you know, because 
playing against some really great D linemen, you know that watching the film, like, like, all right, this is like, you got to get up extra, you know, for this one, like watch a little bit more film to extra, you know? Um, and, you know, it was, it was an exciting game. Uh, we lost by two, but, you know, I was, like I said, I was happy to play against that D line and uh, they were better than I thought they were going to be too on the, off the film. I knew they were going to be really good, um, but, you know, they were better than I thought. So I was happy throughout the game to get that competition and make myself better. Sure, no doubt. Well, I got one last one for you, Javon. Uh, but I want to know, and I learned this trick from Reggie McKenzie, who is our general manager in Oakland, and it was always his favorite question to ask a, a young man such as yourself. And that's, yes, if sir. we go ahead and draft you and you can bring one teammate, who are you bringing? Matthew Hennessy. Matthew Hennessy? Okay. Okay. Yeah, How Matthew come? Hennessy. Um, just because his level of care and you know, like he's my best friend on the, on the on the team, but he's just so smart. Um, he takes he makes people around him better, just like I want to. Um, and our leadership styles are very similar. Uh, we attack the attack, attack the weight room in a similar way. Um, a, you know, very talented guy. You see him in a, in a Remington finalist awards, um, doing everything he does. He does everything well. And we come in early before practices, like an hour early before practice, and stretch and roll out together. Um, so I think that's, that's, that's the kind of culture you need uh, within a winning program. No, absolutely. And then that's a great answer. I appreciate that answer. And I want you to know that not only did Rick Saratella here go out and go watch you and evaluate you and come away impressed, but Raleigh McKenzie, who scouts for us, and he seemingly played for about 20 years in the NFL as an offensive guard and then uh, scouted with us in Oakland and now here with the, at the NFL PA Bowl. He he really likes you, and uh, you know what? That says a lot when, obviously, a former Thank lineman you. who knows what he's talking about can obviously identify and, and, and recognize you and your talents. But I know Rick's got one for you, man, but we really appreciate you coming on here, man. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. It's an honor. Hey, well, hey, Javon, I'll tell you what, man. Whoever your agent is, tell them to get a hold of this interview and just send it to the NFL teams right now, like yesterday, because you've done a great job answering our questions you. you're on the hot seat man you're getting a little taste of what it's going to be like when you get to meet with these nfl teams one-on-one behind closed doors in pasadena and uh i'm having a blast just listening so i got you know the pen and paper it's it's great when i can learn something too so i'm writing down players and, and things that you're saying i'm learning too from this uh podcast interview and i appreciate that so uh with that being yep. said we're going to get you out of here i know you're probably still uh, you know, cooling down from practice, and we appreciate you taking the time. You know, at the end of the day, and you and you mentioned your teammate Matt Hennessy earlier. I'm really excited yep. about him. Um, I'm looking yep. forward he's a to great the guy. future. Guy, he's, he's a guy you want yeah. to see. Yeah, he was a definitely guy. You oh yeah. See. You guys, yeah. you two watching you, I could, you could play for me any day. Uh, sign me up. I'll throw the pads on too. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know, listen. They feed us pretty good out in Pasadena. I'm Italian, so it all comes back to food at the end of the day, right? And, of you know, course, as much course. as, uh, they, you know, right? So I know you and Matt are eating good. And, you know, uh, as, yep. as much as we're keeping an eye on the players, Dane and myself are exchanging uh, the scouting notes on, on, on the team buffets from the different schools from across the country. But uh, we're going to have a little fun with this last one because I like to get exotic with my meals sometimes. And, uh, you know, when you're on location across the nation, traveling over here and traveling there, you get to taste different things. So I'm yep. going to ask you, uh, I got two dishes here. 
it's a delicacy, and uh, we're going to uh, kind of diversify ourselves on some meals. I'm going to ask you which you would rather prefer to eat, okay? I rattle off oh, the God. dishes, and then you can tell right. me which dish that you're going to eat, okay? So All right. the first one comes via Scotland. It's called haggis. And, you know, haggis over in Scotland consists of a sheep's heart, liver, and lungs, but it's minced with onions and oatmeal, and it's seasoned with salt and spices. They make it sound really good inside the animal's okay. stomach. And then if that, if that doesn't sound appealing, okay, we can move on down to Japan where they serve tuna eyeballs. And I wish I could show you the, the, the image of this one because it's, it's rather intriguing, but uh, apparently oh. it tastes pretty similar to squid or octopus. And, um, you know, they've got pretty uh, nice appealing eyeballs. So uh, if, if it's the tuna eyeballs or the uh, Scotland haggis, which consists of sheep's heart, liver, and lungs, uh, which, which direction are you going here, my friend? I'm, I'm gonna go. I, well, I've been to Japan, and uh, you know, I, I feel like it would be good to have that, but I'm gonna go with the other one, the other option, the sheep's uh, heart. Is it what? It, that's what the it is. The heart, liver, and lungs over the eyeballs. Yeah, just put some barbecue sauce on it. You're good. <laughs> yeah, you're good. So that's well, what hey, I would choose. If, if it if it makes you feel any better, it looks like there's like a little avocado shaving on the platter. So maybe, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> maybe we could wrinkle that in but you know and i lied to you i got one more since you brought it up you guys did i think what was it like the temple eight or something eight of you guys went out to japan or or something like that tell, tell us about that yeah um yeah i went to the japan trip last year uh as a part of our like study abroad thing uh since we can't really like you know have the time off to really study abroad they our athletics department came up with a really good program to uh get us out in japan next year they're going to germany and rome i believe um, really good experience, really nice experience. We met a lot of uh, nice people down there from Japan and even play, uh, people within our athletic department that I never even met before as far as, like, um, our volleyball players, um, gymnastics team, and other, other sports like that. And um, it was just a really good experience. Getting out of your, it was really getting out of my comfort zone. And um, I got to speak at our, our symposium with uh, another uh, university down there, Scooby University, I believe it is, in Japan, um, as a part of a representative uh, for the football team at Temple University, uh, as uh, talking about our athletic department, what we have compared to their resources and stuff like that, um, it was a really great experience. Uh, I would do it again a thousand times over. Um, I suggest that a lot of our players do it. Um, yeah, it's just a really great experience. Well, that's cool stuff, man. Well, listen, uh, we're going to let you boogie. We appreciate the time. Uh, tell our friend Richburg that I said hello. We'll see you out in Pasadena. Yes, my guy. Yes, sir. <laughs> if anything Love pops Richburg. up between now and then, you let us know. But you're uh, NFLPA yes, Bowl familiar now, so we appreciate the time and uh, look forward to seeing you out there in Cali, brother. No, thank you. I appreciate it so much. All right, Javon, have a great one, man. Thanks for coming on. Yes, sir. See you guys later. You got it. That's Javon Fair. Fresh out of practice, by the way. Uh, we appreciate him taking that time, a four-year starter. Uh, awarded a single digit due to his leadership and toughness, Temple Tough, searching for diamonds. Uh, he's a good one, Dane. 
Yeah, you know what? You can just tell from that interview what a sharp young man he is. And you know what? It, this is a big misnomer. And it, it, it may sound obvious to some out there, but to play offensive line, you have to be one of the most intelligent football players on the field, right? You need to be looking. You need to be able to identify fronts. You need to understand the linebacker movement, safety rotation, where the ball's going, if the quarterback's going to change the play, how that's going to, you know, flip potentially your offensive line blocking responsibilities. And depending on the front, that could completely change the call. There's so much that goes into playing offensive line that doesn't get recognized. And to sit here and speak with Joe Vaughn here, you can just really tell, hey, man, this is a smart young man. He understands football. He understands the process. You could tell he loves it. He hangs out with his teammates. He's always at the facility. He's not going out partying. You ain't got to worry about him off the field. Man, I'll tell you what, I think an NFL team is going to feel really comfortable after speaking with him, getting to know him as a person, and feeling good. Hey, you know what, if I draft that young man, then you know what, I one less guy that I have to worry about. Well, and to your point earlier, I mean, when Raleigh McKenzie singles you out and he's played two decades in the league and knows what it takes, uh, he's got a bright future ahead of him. And you know what? He, it sounds like he's got a little bit of crazy to him too, Dane, because I don't know. I mean, heart, lung, and livers, I don't want to eat either one of those. He took the, the, the dish with the three things I don't want to eat over the eyeballs. Are, are, are you on board with that or where are you going? What direction are you going with that one? I'm not eating either of those, Rick. I have no idea. Well, you both are crazy, Well, you got a big one. You have to. You have no no. choice. You're on fear factor now. We don't give you a choice. We don't give you the choice to opt out. (laughs) Hey, man. Well, you know what? If I'm doing that, then you better have a strong beverage with me so that I can wash the taste (laughs) down is the only thing I would say. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll see you late night in Pasadena, and maybe we'll get some of those arrangements going. But, hey. Uh, This has been a lot of fun. We opened up talking about the uh, invitation process and the invites rolling out on the NFL PA Bowl Twitter handle. If you're not up to speed, and uh, we'll post the full list on the website soon, I'm sure. Of course, don't forget about the campus confidentials on location across the nation. We've scoured just about every school there is in the country, and we posted it online. We told you who we're going to scout. We told you who's turning heads, and I ran out of neck braces. I mean, so many people impressing us along the scouting trails, Dane, but uh, it's been a fun show here. Any kind of uh, parting shots, message that you want to deliver to the listening audience before we wrap things up? Yeah, the parting shot is to stay tuned because we've got a lot more coming still. Obviously, we're you know, rolling these out kind of by position groups, and we've got some more position groups to do. And we're getting some great responses back still. They're coming in daily of uh, players that are accepting our invitations. And you know what? We're just really looking forward to it. We're going to have a great roster. It's going to be a lot of fun out in Pasadena, man. And, Rick, I want to make sure we go to some restaurants that are neither serving haggis nor salmon eyes. <laughs> yeah, he was almost familiar with the eyeball thing going out to Japan. It's almost like a commonplace thing. I've seen some intriguing stuff out in L.A. too now, so we can get interesting in L.A. and Pasadena as well. But, uh, you know, hey, we appreciate all the love and support and, uh, you know, all the uh, all the kind words that everybody has really relayed to, to us. And I'll tell you what, man, at the end of the day, 
if you listen to this podcast and you pick up the phone, I don't care if you're an agent, an NFL team, I got agents calling me as I'm talking. I don't care who you are. If you're a professional in the football industry and you know Dane or myself, then you know that nobody cares more about the players and is more passionate about what we do than us. And I'm not trying to disrespect anybody else. I appreciate everybody's hard work and effort, but nobody, when I tell you nobody, is putting in more blood, sweat, and tears than us over here. You're going to see the results. You're going to see the fruits of our hard labor. And you know what? I'm going to be frank with you right here. You're going to, all of you out there listening, you're going to change the perception of what we do here at the NFL PA Bowl, how we rock and roll, how we get down. Believe me when I tell you, I'll see you in Pasadena. Can't stop, won't stop. It's another edition. Thank you so much, Dane Vandernath, the executive director, college recruiting, NFL PA Bowl, 10 years with the Oakland Raiders. Rick Saratella here of the NFLDraftBible.com. We'll catch you next time, everybody. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.